Hello and welcome to Spirit Life Applied, episode 38, The Protected Mind. Today we're looking at Ephesians chapter 6, verse 17. I'm going to read in the New King James and then I'll read it in the Amplified. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. The Amplified says, Take the helmet of salvation and the sword that the Spirit wields, which is the Word of God. I have a quote here from our pastor, Rick Art. This says, God doesn't need man's help to defeat his enemies, but he has chosen to allow us to take part in the battle so we can share in the victory he has already won. If you remember a few episodes back, we talked about fighting from victory. If you go back and and take a listen to that episode, it'll remind you that we know the end of the battle. That in the end, Satan and his angels will be cast into the lake of fire forever. And that is in scriptures. And we we can have an understanding that in the end, we will reign in eternity With Jesus, we will be in heaven and there will be no more sickness or death or sorrow or pain or strife or wars or famines. We will be in heaven throughout eternity. And so in the end, we already know that if we trust in Jesus, we shall have everlasting life, John 3.16 says. So knowing that means that we fight from a place of victory with every situation that comes our way with every struggle and trial and hardship that we go through in life we are we are fighting these battles that we face from a place knowing the end result that we will win in the end and what losses we experience in the physical realm are temporary because our soul is what is eternal and will live on forever So knowing this gives us an advantage when we fight battles. We know that we're fighting from a place where we we know that our God is the victor and we win in the end. Now knowing this is so important because this scripture talks about the helmet of salvation. You know, it was a a bronze or a... um, metal of some type with leather straps and attachments to it that would protect the head from being uh, receiving blows and keep keep there from being a concussion or a, a brain uh, injury and it would keep the the head uh, which is of course the most one of the most vital parts of the body protected There's no difference when it comes to salvation and when it comes to the spiritual man. The mind is the most um, important or one of the most important places where we do battle. So it's so important that we take the helmet of salvation. You know, um, another reference to this is in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 8 can look that up but it makes another reference to this piece of equipment calling it the hope of salvation 
it seems to to refer to the fact that a person's will and a very are a very important part of his intellectual process is involved in the hope of full salvation. Christians must continue to will to serve God if we expect the ultimate consummation of all his promises. So the head is a symbolic meaning. The helmet of salvation is the mind uh, which needs protection. And spiritually, our mind needs to be protected. And part of that in this helmet of salvation is that hope of salvation. Or it's the hope of the safety that we know we're going to have in eternity. In the end, the devil loses and we win. So we can always understand with every problem that we face and trial that we go through, we can understand that that though, though we may be enduring some type of hardship or suffering, it is a temporary problem. And in the end, Satan loses as long as we stay true in our relationship with Jesus. As long as we keep believing and trusting and holding on to that hope of salvation. That's what we must grasp. You know, the scripture says in uh, Proverbs 13 and 12 that a, when hope is deferred, it makes the heart sick. But when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. If we have a defeatist mentality... If we're always making statements like, I'll never be able to do well. I'll never be able to get through this temptation. I'll never be able to um, win over this struggle that I'm having, whether it's an addiction or some kind of habit that we've formed in our way of thinking or our with our tongue or some kind of um, substance that we've abused. If we take that defeatist mentality, then we are allowing our heart or our mind to be sickened because we're losing hope. But when we hope in the Lord and we put our trust in the Lord and we always believe for the progress to come, then we will find ourselves in a place of strength. Because God sees that heart. He hears our thoughts. And He knows us from the inside out. And we, when we put that hope in, in place, and we believe in the safety of the future that is to come, that is eternal life, we are saying, God, you are the source of victory, and you will help me win this battle. And I will stay true to you in the process. We're not going to be perfect and we're going to have these struggles. And we need to have an understanding that we need to hang on to hope. That hope in the salvation that he has already promised us and given us through Jesus Christ is belongs to us. And there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the Spirit. Romans 8 and 1 tells us. So we can put that helmet on and know that any kind of thoughts that Satan flings at us trying to condemn us and say we're we're not um, able to accept this eternal life that we've been given is a lie. There is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. 
Satan's condemning thoughts are not allowed past that helmet of salvation. And it pings off of there every time we quote the word of God. So know this, that your mind is so important to the way that you handle this battle. And when you learn to think like you're saved and know that you're saved, you are winning and you have an armor over your mind saying to yourself, I am saved today through the blood of Jesus and I am on my way to heaven. Confessing that and proclaiming that over your life is so important to putting on what God is saying here, the helmet of salvation, knowing that Satan can't take that away from you. There is nothing that he can do to take that away. It only is taken away if you give it up. But if you hold on to that salvation that Jesus has given you, and you say, I'm saved in the name of Jesus, I'm walking according to his plan for my life, then you can rest assured your mind can be protected and you can keep going forward in this battle. The sword of the Spirit is the Word of God, it says. So we, we've got our helmet on. we got our mind protected. We've made up our mind that we're not going to lose hope, but we're going to put our hope in God and know that because we do, there's a tree of life that's flowing through us and giving us power to overcome. Now we have a sword. That sword that the Roman soldier would often carry was more of a dagger type instrument and it was two-edged often and meaning that it could cut in two directions coming in and going out that's how powerful the word of God is note that it says it's the sword of the spirit the amplified says it's the sword the spirit wields or the the sword yes that the spirit wields in other words the Holy Spirit has the Word of God. He, he's the one that inspired the prophets of old to write the prophecies of the past. We learn from Second uh, Peter one twenty one this concept that, that the prophecies were given to us when holy men were moved on by the Holy Spirit and they spoke because the Holy Spirit was moving on them. So he's the author of the Word of God. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. It's profitable for doctrine, reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. 2 Timothy 3.16 tells us. So when we understand that the Holy Spirit is the author of the Word of God, then we understand that He can pull out that sword and begin to slice up what Satan is trying to do and hack it in in so many different directions, going in and coming out. And he can defeat the enemy through you. So when you allow the Holy Spirit to move upon your heart and your mind and bring scriptures back to your memory, it's important that you quote those scriptures. You speak them out. You stand upon them. You believe in your heart, what they're saying is the word of God. They are true, and they have the power to defeat Satan himself. How do we know this? 
I'm glad you ask. <laughs> well, in Matthew 4, we find where Jesus himself was taken up to a place and he was there to be tempted of the devil. He was led by the Holy Spirit to go to this place in the wilderness and he was fasting. And Jesus was led up in Matthew 4, verse 1. He was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, after he was hungry, I know I would be. Now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become bread. Notice he attacks Jesus on the basis of if you are who you say you are. He does the same thing to us. He says, if you think you are really a Christian, you'll, you'll be able to do this or do that. But how did Jesus handle him? He, didn't, he did not just say some random conversation, but he quoted the scriptures back to him. And he says in verse 4, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him up into a holy city, up into the holy city. He set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and he said, Well, if you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Now what did Satan do here? He tried to use scripture against Jesus. Did it work? No. But Satan knows what the scripture is. And sometimes he will try to twist it and use it in a way to trick us into doing something. We always need to have the discernment that the Holy Spirit can give us to understand. We must come back to God's word to answer what, what Satan is trying to do. Again, Jesus says, it is written. Again, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. So he was quoting from scripture. And then again, the devil took him up into an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, all these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. And then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. This is the first-hand account of what temptations happened to Jesus, and how that Jesus quoted from the scriptures in order to defeat the devil. And this is a very, very important lesson that we as Christians need to learn. We need to get the Word of God inside us. We should study and show ourselves to prove a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the Word of truth. We find that in Second Timothy. And we should have texts of Scripture at command. You know, um, whenever I've gone through certain trials where I was fighting battles in my mind, struggling maybe with certain feelings. You know, we go through situations in our relationships with others and in, with things that we deal with on a personal level. 
uh, certain maybe fears that we might be fighting or things like this, I want to suggest to you that you begin to do a search in God's Word over the subject of matter of whatever it is that you're facing. Maybe you're, maybe you're struggling with the certain types of fear or anxiety. Well, begin to look up all of the scriptures that you can find about fighting fear, about having peace in your mind, about things that deal with a certain subject that you are, are facing. Maybe it's a problem with a relationship. Maybe it's jealousy or maybe it's anger or some kind of emotion that keeps coming back. Well, begin to look up all the scriptures about jealousy. Begin to look up all the scriptures about anger. Put them down. Write them down. Find ways. Put it in your phone. Uh, make notes in your phone. Or make um, memory um, cards, index cards. Write them out. When you read it and you write it, you'll find that you remember it better. When you um, begin to recite these scriptures that deal with these issues you're having, this is the way you fight the battle. Just like Jesus did and said, Away with you, Satan. It is written, You shall worship the Lord God, and him only shall you serve. Well, it was his way of being able to take what the Holy Spirit had led him into and begin to use the sword that cuts when it goes in and when it comes out, going too, two-edged, being able to fight the Satan's attack that he was making on his mind. So when we look at these, um, these scriptures, we should depend not on our own reasoning or our own wisdom, but we should rely on the scriptures. It's better to, to meet a temptation with with the word of god and the philosophy of men you know we can learn different ways to to uh handle ourselves and to be um good thinkers and this is all fine and good in its place but it can never preempt the word of god it can never take the place of what the word of god does because the word of god is alive and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword able to pierce through the thoughts and intentions of the heart and it and it discerns what is there and that is why we must use the word of god don't throw away the word of god christian let me say to you in all of the of your getting and your understanding and your seeking of knowledge and wisdom and your um pursuing education make sure that you make the word of god the first priority in your life that you filter every other thing that you learn through the Word of God. Because if you don't do that, you will find yourself deceived. You'll find yourself built up in pride, thinking that it's just you doing everything right. But when you have the Word of God, you have the proper um, understanding that you need for filtering every philosophy that's out there. And when you do that and you discipline yourself, you'll find yourself winning the battle in a spiritual realm and you will find that you are solid in God's ways his understanding and his purpose for your life but when you put the when you do the opposite and you try to make the scripture fit whatever you believe you're twisting and you're creating something that is not God at all 
but it is a likeness and becomes an idol. And it becomes something other than what the true relationship with Jesus Christ should be. You know, in Barnes' notes on the New Testament, he gives us some pointers on, on some things that we should do. And he, because Jesus met the tempter with the Word of God, it, it, we need to make sure that we study, we have it memorized. And he says, you know, to not to rely on our own wisdom of men and to use the, the same tactics that Jesus used. You know, we need to really see what importance there is in training others. The maybe younger than us in the Lord or physically younger, either one, into the accurate study of the Bible. And there's nothing which will furnish us a better security than to, to give scriptures to the next generation. To have, it'll have the pertinent uh, uh, text of scripture at a command when we have it in our mind and in our hearts, when we write it everywhere, you know, um, God instructed in the Old Testament that they should even carry it around with them, the scriptures, and be uh, attach them, you know, to every to different places and write it on the door posts, you know, put it here and there, and and they would even carry uh, it on their clothing and their garments on their heads in certain places. There's, there's a lot of ways that, that they would try to keep the Scripture ever before them. I want to encourage you how much the sword of the Spirit can do for your everyday battle. Temptation often assails us so suddenly that it checks at reasoning, but a text of Scripture will suffice to drive the tempter far from us. That's a quote from Barnes' notes on the New Testament. I just encourage you today, make sure that your mind is protected, that you have a protected mind by taking hold of your salvation and making the declaration, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life that I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. We can understand that if we grasp onto our salvation, our mind will be protected because we are fighting from a place of victory, knowing that our eternity has been settled with Jesus and he has made a way for us. And when we have that understanding... Isn't it so much easier to fight a battle knowing that in the end you already are winning? But if you lose hope and you think you're completely defeated and you're never going to win, will you will you win that, that battle you're fighting right now? No. You must believe and know your salvation is secure for the believer. There is a security for you in when you are believing. And it's that active belief that keeps that hope secured. You can have a protected mind today. Lord, we praise you and we thank you for your goodness and your mercy. I ask you, Lord, to cover each one listening under the sound of my voice today. Cover their mind and protect them with the hope of their salvation. Help them to understand that they can be secure 
as they believe on you on a daily basis, Lord. That their place in you is, you're there hid with Christ in God, as your scripture says. They're protected under your wings. They're kept from all harm. And their eternal security is with you. And that you can keep us all as we keep living and believing and trusting in that salvation that you provided through Calvary. Lord, we just thank you for that. We give you praise and honor and glory. God, because there is security for the believer. There is security for those of us who are trusting in you on a daily basis. And we can walk in that and know our mind is protected. And we are fighting from a place of victory for everything that we face the enemy with. And we ask you, Lord, just to bring up the scriptures that we have memorized and those that we are seeking to memorize. Help them to grasp and go down in our hearts and make good seed and that will come forth and bring fruit in our lives. We thank you for that. We ask you, Lord, just to be with us and give us more and more discernment of what your word is teaching us and showing us here that we can win the battle that we face every day. In Jesus' name, amen.